0: Yes, Admiral.
1: Captain, what is your status? We are conducting energy output studies of the Macoria Quasar. All systems normal, the ship is fully operational. Good. I'm postponing the Quasar study for the moment. The Enterprise is to rendezvous with the starship Crazy Horse in sector 1607, immediately. You're authorized to exceed warp speed limitations for the duration of this assignment. I understand. What is our assignment? I'd prefer not to discuss it over subspace channels. The crazy horse will be carrying someone from Starfleet Intelligence. He'll brief you when he arrives. Very well. Captain Picard, day. Oh, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's it's for the children. I'm, uh, (laughs) I'm a role model. (laughs) I'm sure you are. Starfleet out.
0: hello welcome to snap trek, the star trek podcast where we compare two episodes of the universe's premier science fiction franchise star trek i am one of your hosts ross webster and i am joined by jen tift hello jen
2: hi ross it's good to talk to you How's thank everything you going?
0: it's going really well it's good to talk to you good. too how you doing Yeah,
2: good good
0: fantastic uh I this this the one we've got today it's just been we've had this in mind for such a long time I feel like I'm ready to talk about these two episodes <laughs> so ready I am I'm good for this right now um we are recording on the 5th of January 2020 uh meaning we can discuss any episode up to the end of Discovery season 2 not the short treks though because they're not available in the UK as of yet Very unusual. I don't think I know this game. What's it called? Chula.
1: What are the rules?
0: Every week we compare two episodes of Star Trek using a variety of categories. For each category we select a scene or character or idea or a prop, which we think is great, and we award a point to the answer which we think is the best.
1: Aggressive. Adversarial. Competition. For fun
0: snap trek is a competition where we award points but it is played just for fun there are no prizes or trophies the real aim is to have a great conversation about star trek and perhaps look at the episodes in a new way okay today we are just horsing around and comparing two episodes which find commander riker dealing with admiral pressman and the pegasus C-
2: Com- commander riker's terrible horrible no good very bad day
0: yeah, I mean, he seems to get a lot of holiday time in that day. There's, you know, he's taking a lot of time out. It's, in a, that it's day. a
1: busy day. It's yeah, a busy
0: day. Um, I was lucky enough to watch TNG series seven, episode twelve, "The Pegasus." And Jen, if anyone can't guess, what episode <laughs> did you watch?
2: Uh, and I continued on the day the day in the life of Commander Riker in, with Enterprise, season four, episode 22. These are the voyages.
0: A, a much maligned episode, but one which I enjoy no matter how many times I watch it. So oh,
1: man.
0: I, I'm feeling these we'll, two episodes. We'll talk about it. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about it. That's <laughs> what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Commander, I would like to remind you about my poetry reading this afternoon. I wouldn't miss it for the world.
1: I can't wait to see what he's come up with.
0: As ever, we begin each podcast with a lyrical recap of the episodes under discussion. Um, Jen, would you like to go first and give us your lyrical recap of These Are The Voyages?
2: Sure. Okay. So, well, this this is this is a special episode. Uh, it's a finale. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I I, I, t- I was talking to a dear friend of mine, uh, and you know, I told him we were we we're doing. I was doing these are the voyages, and, and he said, "Oh, you're going to write a love poem about Trip Tucker, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not really that, you know, transparent. Um. <laughs> but uh, but I did not. Don't worry. No. Oh. But I didn't. I didn't make a poem about Trip because I thought that would make the same mistake that the episode made. You know, by make it's kind of just all about him. You know. Yes. Yeah. And for, which is great. Oh, I, you Me. know, love love Trip, but the episode is about should be about everybody. Yeah. got <laughs> yeah. everybody in this, in the specific show you're watching, but <laughs> we'll get there. So okay, so my poem, I, I wrote a sonnet about these are the voyages. Okay, this this is my sonnet. Yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I know it's the end, but I can't let go. Can't we all pretend it was just a dream? And Riker and Troy return to their show, and our crew returns season five, cue theme. There's beauty here, and thrills, and much to love. Shran, a promise kept. Rescue, a close call. The crew conversing with Chef, well, sort of. Archer writes his big speech, he hugs to Paul. But we don't see the Federation start. Hoshi, Reed, Travis, no plots of their own. And our beloved Trip, full of grit, heart, and sacrifice. With a wink, he was gone. I've got strength of the soul. I'll release them. Goodbye, 0 one. Computer, and program.
0: Oh, Jen, <laughs> that was funny and also sad.
1: Oh, man. That was
0: good. I really like <laughs> that. <was> that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you do actually it serves not just a recap but also a critique of the episode very oh, yeah. cl- very cleverly oh, well, done.
1: Well, no.
2: Critique.
0: Very <laughs> Which well I, done.
2: We'll talk about later but I I I enjoyed this episode in a lot of ways In other ways I do not but Yeah. <laughs>
0: we'll I mean, talk we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, do it. we'll, do it. <laughs> we'll talk about. It.
2: Okay, what do you have? Let's hear let's hear your recap for the Pegasus.
0: Okay. I've done a few little bits and pieces uh so I'm going to give you, first of all, a limerick, which is very focused on the cold open.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cold open for the Pegasus. It's so good. <laughs> okay.
0: Let's celebrate Captain Picard Day. There's a doll and a head made of clay. <laughs> the bust's quite the double of Picard, the role model, and the winner's declared Paul Menegay. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> i found that really easy to write and then i couldn't write anything else (laughs) i've written a very a very well in the nature of haiku i've written a haiku for the rest of the show okay crazy horse pressman locks the pegasus in the in rocks will Riker says nay
2: nice horse pun. Thank you. <laughs> you managed to get a pun in the middle of a haiku.
0: Thank you. I don't okay. have very I'm...
2: many syllables to do that.
0: I'm with ple- <laughs> <pleased laughs> myself. <laughs> right, and there's one more, there's one oh, more thing. One oh, more thing.
2: I love it. I love it when you do multiple parts. <laughs> Continue <laughs> well,
0: on. <laughs> why was Pressman on the crazy horse? Because he's unstable. He's, oh. <laughs> he's unstable, Jen.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Ross.
0: right, That's it. I'm done.
2: I'm dad done. level punage well, there.
0: Uh, you know, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that.
2: <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a wonderful. Wonderful right. dad joke there.
0: Thank but you very yes.
2: much. Oh, good. Good.
0: I was going I was going to save it for the actual conversation. I thought I might be able to work it in. Uh, you know, might you well. I'm not that clever. <laughs>
2: Oh man, Captain Picard Day! I
0: love it's it. so good. I, I love it's the fact I've so seen that funny. Captain Picard Day poster pop up now again. Yeah. in
2: the run up to
0: Captain Picard, in the run up to the Picard show. Yeah,
2: that's interesting. I am that's a- in, yeah. excited about this. Yep. yep.
0: <laughs> right. Well, let's crack on. Let's do this. All right. There's no time like the present. Let's do it. Okay. If we go for round one, first category. Can we go for Let's go for best Riker moment slash look. <laughs>
2: okay, I'm glad. I love that it's slash look.
0: <laughs> well, he, he does have a lot of looks. He has a he lot of does. looks in these two episodes, and I I was gonna like I was gonna make it one of them, one or the other. I was like, no, it should be both.
1: Let's have both
2: put it together. Because yeah. he's he, I mean, it's like I feel like I'm dressing my Riker action figure in in these are the voyages. Ooh. He gets he wears uh you know, he wears a standard, you know, uh Enterprise D out, uh, uniform. Then he mm-hmm. he wears the Enterprise jumpsuit. He wears the chef outfit. Yeah. He wears a Mako outfit at one point, which is pretty cool.
1: Yes, he does. <laughs> so he's,
2: he's really uh you know taking the the holodeck um seriously. They got him to every
0: costume they could have. He just every wear one of Flock's costumes. That would be so one, of, one of T'Pol's numbers. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's so funny. So, so, but, but, so, okay. So, for best Riker moments, I am going with, uh, we'll, we'll, well, he'll be wearing his chef outfit mm-hmm. <laughs> for this. And, and I just want to highlight, uh, just in general, the scenes where he gets into the role of chef.
0: I absolutely love those scenes.
2: Me too. I love them.
0: I wish, if I wish, I wish that we'd had more Enterprise so we could have seen this a few more times. I'd oh, love absolutely. to have seen him as the chef.
2: Oh, that would have been wonderful. Yeah, if he was just the yeah, that would have been great.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I love, love
2: these scenes. And 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 the reason I want to highlight this as particularly Riker moment is because the only critique I have of these scenes is that they 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 try what they, they give every character a moment. -hmm. But in every character's moment, they're talking about Trip, so it's Mm -hmm. not really about them, uh, you know. Like uh, it would have been really a really nice, um, really nice way to do it to get every character a little moment to shine, you know. Instead of just talking about Trip, you know, we've we've mentioned this before. I adore Trip Tucker, (laughs) but (laughs) especially in the finale, I want every character to to shine. Um, But, but this is a good Riker moment because he managed to, he managed to, in that Riker way, he just manages to make people feel like they're, that they're special in that moment. Like they're the only, you know, so even though they're talking about someone else, it's, it becomes like an intimate conversation between you know, Riker and, and and the crew member? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like He, uh, does, I, I he, just, he, he knows how to put people at ease. He knows how to like get them to dig deeper when he's trying to get them to you well, know, that, talk that's about That's why
0: things. him and Riker... Him and, charm. Sorry, that's why him and Picard make such a good pair. Because Picard yes. is like the... He's the stoic senior figure whom everyone is sort of in awe slash follows the, his instruction. And Commander Riker is the more easygoing... Right. Let's talk about this. Let's figure out what's going to happen. And you right. know, I'm, here's they are your orders, but let's figure out the best way of making them work. It, it works okay. really well for the pair of them, um, and he is he is great in all those scenes. And I, I appreciated mm-hmm. that he did have some one to one time with everyone.
2: Yeah, uh, but yeah. you're
0: right. It is all about trip.
2: Yeah, so yeah. which is a bummer. But yeah, it was really nice too. It was, and 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 they really made they really made those scenes really made a good use of the um, the food props yeah you know of, yes. of you know of they're peeling they're rolling out dough they're actively doing things but they're also actively making their favorite dishes which is a nice touch too yes. you know like the chef is making everybody's favorite food for the big farewell you know
1: oh, as
2: a, no. and it kind of makes me sad I, I i want to see what the real chef looks like <laughs> You, know, you hear about it. it's kind of like a mean tease, oh, I you it was, know. So I mean, finally was a I, chef and then have it be Riker?
0: I, I liked the, the fact that we never saw the chef. I liked it. I thought it had like a very mourn a quality mystery. to it. You know, uh, yeah, just yeah, never, yeah. never they speak, always thing. spoken yeah. about but never seen. <laughs> and I like the fact it was Riker, and I think I would like the fact if it yeah. continued to be Riker in future episodes. <laughs> uh, Riker is the chef, so he gets They're just holodeck scenes. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Real. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I I really like I really like your moments and your look. I think you've done well. Yes. Um, I am going to. I mean, I can't go. I and can't that, go Wait, wait,
2: wait, I'm wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One. more, one more thing about the chef scenes yeah. we're talking about that now. Oh, and and you know this is my Riker moment, but this is also a really great Trip Tucker moment.
0: That. So my scene. favorite
2: is oh my god when it's Riker and Trip.
0: It's so good
2: it's so good and it's a first officer to a, you know I, I know trip's not the first officer but he's
0: he has that same, He has the same relationship, relationship there, yeah,
2: yeah with, with Archer and uh the way those two interact and they're they're both at their best here and they're two characters that I love so much and it's such a delight for you know to get to see these two characters interact and uh, and and trip does my this is one of my one of my favorite little um character things it, it, it's, it's something so inconsequential but when he picks up the unpeeled carrot mm-hmm. and just starts munching on an unpeeled carrot while they're having this like you know the, this easy breezy conversation and it just it's such a tri- trip tucker thing to do
1: yeah
2: <laughs> and it's really such an endearing thing it's just, just so it, there's a lot about yeah his character yeah get how he at home is in there how he you know i just oh i, I it's just it's it's a, a that's my favorite of the I love all the chef scenes. That's the that's my favorite chef scene.
0: I think the timing oh, of that scene is really it. good as well because mm-hmm. it is it's just after we see him die. It's just after yes. he has died. Oh god and and they yes. make a point of like timing it to say you know this conversation is taking place before the conversation he had with Depaul earlier yeah. on yeah yeah
2: they actually use the carrot carrots as yeah. a uh, as a visual sort of <laughs> as a visual that, like oh they're, look you're unpeeled, not peeled yeah. you're not healed yet yeah
0: um and i love that fact it's after his death but before no. uh before rike is going to go and do his you know commit his uh decide which captain he's going to follow, essentially. Yeah, you,
2: you, you get that one last moment with Trip, you know, and then mm-hmm. and then I think that also that Riker gets what he needs, too, from the holodeck program with that last yeah. scene, too. So it's, a, it's really it's, – that's probably my favorite scene in the whole episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. So how about the Pegasus? Let's talk Riker moments and looks. Okay. <laughs>
0: Pegasus. So shout out to Riker <laughs> – uh, in the cold open with the picard doll under his arm <laughs> <laughs> i really strongly consider picking this oh, as it the a standout scene in all of star trek <laughs> and it shows shows the characters in the relationship sort of beyond the sort of formal bridge etiquette which is what we usually right. see and it doesn't seem forced or awkward and is really really funny
2: I mean, literally no other character could get away with doing a Picard impression like
0: that no. in front of Picard. And, and what I like about it is, Picard does not, Picard does not enjoy that impression. His face right. is not, he doesn't like, he's not like a grimace or a smile. It's like a look of, I wish you'd go away. I, I wish you weren't doing that. Oh, and it is I mean, like, very funny. And
2: yeah, he's not, also not mad about it. You know, it's no, just like, oh, it's man. just like,
0: go away. Go away, Will, and do something useful.
2: Yeah, and that, and in his own way, you know, he's like, "Oh, I, I'm going to have them do a C- commander record name this month." You know,
1: it's
0: very dry. <laughs> yes, I Even to myself, <laughs> <laughs> to get back
2: at him. <laughs> so, so that's a good interaction.
0: Um, Shout out to the open-shirted training garb that Riker's is wearing on his visit to <laughs> sick bay. Yes. That's uh that's a look, isn't it? I wonder how far he had to walk with just just chest out. Oh my Worf sometimes wears that sort of towerly yes. training stuff, doesn't he? And obviously, he's yeah. fighting in the back left. So, that was a that's a unique look. You don't often see that <laughs> walking around. So, we should highlight that.
2: Anytime they can get Riker's bare chest, they yeah. take
0: advantage of why, that. Why not? Why not? <laughs> it worked for me. <laughs>
2: oh, it works for me. <laughs> I'm down with that.
0: <laughs> I think for best moments, I, I picked this really the the moment the, the the climax of both the episodes where he actually finally stands up to Pressman and just tells yeah. Picard this is what's happening because he's been battling with them both about what he needs to do and he's been discussing it with Troy and spending time in the holodeck and this is the moment where it's just the enterprise is at risk the you know we we may all die now in pursuit of this in pursuit of something which I believe to be wrong. Here's a way we can get out of it and sort of confess. Mm-hmm. Um. So he Riker sees the bigger picture. He tells Picard and all of the bridge crew about the Federation cloaking device in Pressman's quarters, and that it might help them get out of the the collapsed asteroid. And that is, it's a nice callback to the conversation that Picard has had with Pressman about why he selected Riker earlier on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's just a really strong scene. It's nice to get, it's nice to watch Pressman get his comeuppance. And it's <laughs> nice to, it's nice for Riker to do the right thing and to be seen to do the right thing, even right. though it's going to put him at risk. So. I picked that as a strong moment. He is just wearing a standard uniform, no no <laughs> no ripped shirt or anything. But but
2: he but he's also fifteen years uh, fifteen years younger.
0: <laughs> yeah, he obviously yeah he obviously stopped by Mr. Mott's for a, a touch up before he went to the bridge. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Ten years younger. Yeah. It's, 11, it's eleven years, I think. From, it's eleven
0: years. Yeah. Like he, that. Yeah. But, I mean <laughs> because I, I have just watched these two episodes back to back and I literally <laughs> finished it about a minute and a half before we started talking. Right. So you can see the difference, but actually, yeah. do you know what? It's not that different. I feel was all right.
2: Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. I'd rather no. them just, you know, have you suspend disbelief and do this kind of thing. That's it's. You know, I, that's I, I, I
0: enjoyed mean. the idea and I thought it was, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm glad that they did it. So that didn't yes. bother me at all.
2: Yeah. Same here. And he looks good. I really like this idea of taking, you know, of of taking this episode in, and and I'm glad we I'm glad they did it. Straight I straight up just wish it wasn't the finale of the yeah, other show. Yeah. It, it doesn't the, work
0: as a finale.
2: Doesn't work as a finale.
0: Because it is another episode it, it, it's it's right. another series episode in their episode. It's nice as a merger. Yeah. I, it, as a it's a nice
2: way to do it, I and mean, yeah. you, you get to see Jonathan Fray. You get to see, uh, you know, Tro- you know, seeing Troy is great. You hear Data's voice. Mm. Like that's that's a really cool thing, you know.
0: I, I like it. I like it. it's a good idea. I like it. Yeah, but it doesn't work as a finale, and I think part of it is what you've already said in that it doesn't it doesn't finish the story off for the characters, right. Right. It, because they haven't set up a thread to finish the story with, which maybe they would have yeah. done if they'd had another couple of seasons to like. Yeah. Really decide where these characters were going; that they, right. they didn't they, at the end of it, they just went back to Earth. That was the end.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's only only the big three really have anything of consequence to do. You know, it's just Archer, Trip, and to Paul. Yeah, and the other ones are kind of just like sitting there,
1: <laughs> yeah. talking about
2: you know oh, what are we gonna do now? <laughs> <I> <laughs> literally, there's conversation about that. But yeah. but think about how great this episode would have been if it was if this was the season four finale, and then they had a season five. Because this is a time, ju- there's a time jump here. So so I, I, I it would have been nice because we would know things that the characters didn't, which I always like. I always enjoy yeah, that. Yes. So we would know Trip was going to die in six years. We would know that Shran's going to fake his death in three years. You know what I mean? Like we would know all these things and and it, it could have worked, you know?
0: I think that's a great idea. I wish they had done yeah. that. I, I, because us I knowing that. Or another aspect of it is if for some reason the holodeck wasn't telling an actual true story or you know yes. just because it was on the holodeck doesn't mean that really happened you know Didn't there could happen. have been any number of things to change what was going on but we we have massively digressed we've we've gone off on a massive yeah. tangent
2: but i think we're going to do that a lot with these episodes yeah
0: i think we are because we need to just go off to the holodeck and discuss it with a random other character from a show
2: Let's throw some Deep Space Nine in here.
0: Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just chuck it in there.
2: Oh man, yeah, I think Justice being the finale just has a lot more baggage to talk about, you know.
0: I know. I still, I still love it though. I still love it.
2: I do. You know, I, I, I everything except Trip dying is. I don't really... even
0: mind that either. I, I actually thought his death was his death was a bit pointless, but I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I hated that he had pointless. Pointless death, but uh, I, I'm okay with it because it is the end, and I didn't have to just live without. You know, having Enterprise without Trip would have been yes. just horrible. Um So it's like fine. I had to live the last, you know, 15 minutes of an episode with him do- dead, and yeah. you know. What I mean? And <laughs>
0: even fun. then, he was in it quite a lot.
2: And I can pretend it didn't. Ha- it wasn't real because it was a holodeck. I could just pretend. Yeah. <laughs> and you know if if anyone else is, is 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 upset about uh trip's death you can always read uh the good that men do which
0: it's on my bookshelf uh, right in front of me oh read, read it it's
2: it. it's very cathartic it rolls back trip's death in a wonderful way and it, it still it still keeps everything that happened in these are the voyages but um but they make it so it, there wasn't an actual death. Like I, I won't give away what they do, okay. but it, it's pretty clever and it, it works for me. And that's canon as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> my head, my head canon. But yeah, but it's also it's a, it's a good book. Read,
0: read that. Okay, one. I will. I will. Put
2: up, yeah, put that up on your list. Right, further up the list. But let's okay.
0: let's get this back on track.
2: <laughs> we didn't even award our points yet. For our Where, where's
0: about. our first points going? <laughs>
2: Okay. Um, Riker, Riker doing the right thing eventually. Yeah. Um, you
1: We're
2: know, like it's I, I got kind of int- you know, it's kind of interesting um the way they did it. I would have thought uh, I to me, I think he I think he would have made that choice soon. I would have thought he would make that choice sooner. Then he did yeah, when, when it was, he was kind of, on kind of the like the holiday wastes his time, and wasn't it,
1: he?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the way that the way they frame it and these are the voyages, he's like, okay, I'm ready to talk to Picard now, but yeah. that's a scene. I've never seen the Pegasus. No. So I guess, I guess my headcanon, like he was going on his way to talk to Picard and then they found the Pegasus. Exactly. You know what I mean? that's, so that's fine. Um, so that's fine. But I, I'm going, I'm giving my point to uh, his, 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 um, you know, action figure Riker in, his, uh, in a chef outfit <laughs> playing chef on the holodeck. Because it's just, deli- they're delightful little scenes and they're awesome. And he's so very much Riker with his winkle in his eye. So my point's going there. So these are the voyages.
0: <laughs> I have Sam right there with you. I really love those scenes and I'm glad you picked them. Um, and it is, you know, he stands up to press when it is the end of his journey. But it's not the best bit of the journey. There's, uh, there's bits along the way that are great and I, I just love those scenes, so I'm happy to give uh, These Are The Voyages my point too <laughs>
2: Alright, <laughs> two points for These Are The Voyages
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, um, okay, round two let's, Well, let, let's keep with our, um, our next generation characters and go for best uh, Troy advice
0: Best Troy advice now, why on earth did I pick this category? Because <laughs> Troy appears only in the cold open, and he <laughs> barely talks to Riker.
2: Do you want to? Let's do it. Do you want to add a different category?
0: No, I'm in. i got the whole thing. Okay. All
1: right. All right. <laughs> Lay it so on
0: me. she. She might be dishing out advice to Riker in these are the voyages, but she does not offer him any advice here. In fact, I think he just tells him to go away just at the very beginning. She does offer advice and reassurance to Picard about that which is the greatest of celebrations, <laughs> uh, the one we're very close to celebrating ourselves, Picard Day.
2: Oh my God, um, it's almost card
0: Day. It's almost Picard <laughs> She gives him some advice about what to do and reassures him it's a good idea and that, you know, it's good for the yeah. children. And he just about buys it. He buys it so much he tries to tell the Admiral about it when she, uh, when she inquires as to what's going on. But that is unbelievably Troy's <laughs> only appearance in this episode, <laughs> which really staggered me. <laughs>
2: That's really funny. I did not remember. For some reason, I guess with having These Are the Voices in my head, I thought she had a bigger part in I The I also Pegasus.
0: thought that. I also <laughs> thought that. But the only thing she does is tell Picard about oh, Captain man. Picard Day. That and that's so it. it. And it's good, you know. I p- I picked these categories. We, we You know, we were like, which ones are we? i like, here, use these five. I I mean, I've watched The Pegasus. I watched it like two weeks ago. Oh, man. So I, I must have known this. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) that's it. That's the advice she dishes out. Which ones to what he needs to do? What Picard needs to do.
2: (laughs) Well, Well, I uh, guess she gave. How about you? I guess she gave all of her advice off screen.
0: I know. Then we saw it
2: in "These Are the Voyages" because she, she
0: is giving quality advice.
2: Because it's Troy's idea to call up the Enterprise program her her advice was uh, her advice was to call up the enterprise program at all uh, and was also her advice to uh to pretend to be the chef Mm -hmm. so she she does she does a lot there but uh the 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 part of her advice that i'm picking for the best part is they have a scene in her quarters or her office, I can't remember which. And and he he um, he admits to her what's going on with the Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she's like, you know, she's she's like, wow, you've been walking around with this for twelve years. That's you know a lot. And but but the advice she gives him is the same advice that Trip actually gives him in the scene we were talking about earlier with the unpeeled mm-hmm. carrot. Um, and they, bo- they both basic basically tell him the same thing, that, that you know what you're doing, just you'll do the right thing. And yeah. I really think that's the best advice here because that's really all Riker needs is to know that he's grown enough since the Pegasus event happened. That he can trust his instincts and trust that he knows what the right thing is, because he knows the right thing is to tell Picard,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know. But I think it's I, I think just having, uh, Pressman back just brings him back to, to that ensign that he used to be, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and he's he's already made the decision. Now it's sort of like, am yeah. I going to stick with the decision I've already made, or? Right am I going to sort of open this wound and come clean? And that'll be, right. it? that's a tough road to go down, but it's right. what I sh- the road I perhaps should have gone down all those years ago.
2: Yeah. And he keeps hoping that something will happen. So he doesn't have to make that decision. Like he mm-hmm. you was know, like, Oh, I was, ho- I was hoping we wouldn't find it. I was hoping the, you know, to destroyed. Would be destroyed as well. Yeah, hoping, yeah was, and, you know, hoping that the decision would be taken out of his hands. Um, you know, and finally he does do the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I so I think that's I think that's the best advice, and I think that it, it was nice that it came from both Troy and Trip. You know, they both told him the same thing, and he just needed he just needed a little bit more confident You know, to to remember who he is now. Mm. You know, to do it. So well,
0: that that's is good. good. Line, but. <laughs> I mean, do we even need to try and award points? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you because know, you've I, just you've just so i mean like everything you just said is like god that's so good so right you know uh, rike really think like this and she's giving him all these ideas and yeah it's great advice it's really solid it troy advice it is.
2: it is but you know picard also needs that push from troy every now and then it's just like you know captain picard day is something you gotta do <laughs> Yeah. You gotta pick you what was it? You gotta pick three winners and four honorable mentions. To yes. you gotta <laughs> Try to enjoy it, you know. It's adorable. The kids love it. You're making their day.
0: <laughs> they do love it. They do love it. You're um, a role
1: model.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a role model. I see. It's so oh, funny. It's right. so good. It's so good. It's so good. In all seriousness. All right. Uh I think Troy does dish out some phenomenal advice during, uh, during these the voyages, and she does. It's nice to see her be a therapist, and actually, she's, yes. you know, she's she's not giving him the solution. She's leading him to find his own solution and what's going to work for him. She's not telling yeah. him what to do. She's helping him deal with this in a way that's going to be useful for him. Which yeah, I think she's is, helping. Yeah, know that he'll. he'll- do the right thing yeah exactly and she even
1: said she
2: even said that um you, you know he's, he's he's like i'm not sure how this program's gonna help and she's like well that's why you you know you're the commander and i'm the counts the counselor
0: <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna help I you know make we- a decision and you're gonna make it <laughs> right. um so i really i really liked i really liked all of that and i also liked their relationship in this episode which i thought seemed a bit more playful than we yes. see usually during uh during the next generation. You know, there's yeah. a bit more of the spotlights off them. And occasionally they do this in the next generation. They're like, they, you know, it's the will they won't they. And here it looks yeah. like they definitely will, uh, which I, <laughs> which was nice to see as well.
2: I love them. I, I, I am a big Mzadi fan, so... Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, well, I uh,
0: And I love they get married. and I love that they have kids. Ah, they're going to have kids. We're going to find that out. Ah!
2: I cannot wait to see their house and oh, yeah. their family and... <laughs> I just love it.
0: I'm excited for this. Uh, but love my it. point is going to uh, the these are the voyages because yep. it makes sense.
2: Same here. That's so funny. Like, I told, when, I, when, I, when, when we talked about this category, I, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really uh, thought know. that. That's so thought funny. It's, but it's funny, though. That shows you how effective these are the voyages really was, though, to merge you know even even if it's obviously not a seamless transition by any means no. but it really does into the story of the pegasus nicely you
0: i know? think i'd like to see a supercut of these two episodes <laughs> put together i think i'd like to see that there, yeah, must, be yeah. there must be one there must so, be one so somebody that. can send us a link to one of those that's on the youtubes somebody do that oh
2: man
0: oh, that's um crazy. let's go for round three let's do this round three, round three. let's uh let's be decisive and go for the best captain decision. Mm,
2: okay, all right. Well, here's where where you've got me. I think because uh, Archer really only makes one decision here in this episode, and it's the decision to to help Shran um, find his daughter. You know, mm-hmm. save his daughter, which is, I mean, okay. It's the right thing to do. He did the mm-hmm. right thing, uh, in my opinion. But it also led to the death of Trip Tucker. So I can't, like, celebrate
0: <laughs> this decision, Well, that- you know? That- the one leads to the other, but the decision stands alone, you know. Uh,
2: I know. He, had, he had, if he
0: hadn't made that decision, you'd be like, That's a terrible decision.
2: Like, yeah, I'd be like, Oh, you're an unfeeling, you know, yeah,
0: cold. The child's going to die,
2: are they? Well, that's but, fine. But way, and and they made it seem that way. He's like he's like, Well, sorry, Tran, you know, we're off. We're we're going back to Earth, you know, there's this big, you know, charter to sign and and we don't have time to go on a crazy adventure with you. And, and as soon as Shran men- mentions his daughter's kidnapped, you know Archer—you can see it, it. Archer's mind is made up. He's like, "Oh, okay, we what well, we got yeah. you know, we got to save your kid. We're not you'd
0: absolutely save hope so, didn't you?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, I liked seeing Shran in the. I, I really like the Shran Archer relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty absolutely. interesting. Um, so it was nice to see him back. I, I like that Archer. Archer's the type of Person that uh, owing Tran a favor, quote unquote, it, it, like means something to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like I think he would, he, he, even if it was, like, sure, saving the the child is what put him over the edge. But he kn- he knew that he would honor, you know, a promise a promise he made to Tran. You know, also.
0: I think Ar- Archer. I mean, Archer sees the value in the alliance, doesn't he? He sees yeah, the value yeah. in making these friendships and going out beyond the Earth meeting people and then working with them to to meet both of your needs and that that's got to right. be quid pro quo you can't just uh, expect everything to do people to do things for you right. somebody's come asking him for him him specifically for some help he's got yeah. to respond and he's got to do it and how could we wouldn't have respected him otherwise if he'd said no right. i think
2: and I, yeah and i and, and i think I, I mean i'm a little sad like this this is the last adventure the enterprise crew goes on you know like it's a simple mm prisoner exchange, and not yeah. everybody is there, <laughs> you know, it's kind of you know, but whatever <laughs> it is what it is
0: I will say I was a little uh, unimpressed by Topol, who, I suppose it is her job to try and give him the other side of the argument, yeah. but I thought she seemed very unfeeling I mean, even for a <laughs> Vulcan the sort of, Shran's daughter is imperiled, well, right. yeah, we've got to go to this important meeting
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, and he calls her out on, on the. Yeah. On He's like, yeah, you are racist against Endorians, pretty yeah. much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't pull any punches there, does he? He's like, yeah. and I used to be racist about Vulcans. So right, right. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's the conversation they have. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I, and I, I think, but you're right too. I think that's her job, and that's something too. That's actually a parallel with Riker too.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: Riker and Trip, actually, this episode, Trip, you know, Trip is like, a Captain, we can do this. Don't go down. You know, we don't want to put you in jeopardy. They need you to do the treaty, like yeah. you know, sign the treaty, and and that's you know, same thing. Riker, you know, the decision they talk about Riker making, um, and why you know Picard picked him mm. to be his first officer. So there's parallels there, but um, but yeah, so that that's that's the decision. It also inadvertently left uh, you know led to the demise of my my darling beloved. <laughs> but okay.
0: <laughs> you can't you can't let that hang you can't be hung up on that it's okay i, I know it was a, it was I, a reasonable I, decision to make at the time
2: it was it was and trip knows trip knows what he signed up for trip you yeah. know like like de says trip would have been the first one to you know say it was worth it you know the, the, the mission in general and absolutely and he, and he would because he's
0: so just the best <laughs> really so is. handsome <laughs> I love his hands.
2: (laughs) Oh, the hands of an engineer who (laughs) built five
0: engines. All right. right. Moving on. Best captain captain decision.
2: In the Pegasus.
0: In the Pegasus. Pegasus. (laughs) I love Picard's conversation with Cyril when they first meet. Uh, And it's not really a decision, it's just. Here's the way he plays it it's just innuendo and veiled threats and giving as good as he gets from sirol he won't be uh, intimidated he's not going to be moved away he gives back as good as he gets it's a very cold war i thought it was very clever so i wanted to shout out to that
2: he's like oh what a uh, what a coincidence that's what we're doing here
0: <laughs> and then he calls his bluff maybe we could share share information it's like no i don't think that would work Think I will be compatible with each other.
2: And that actor that Romulan did a nice job too. They they played they're both
0: doing the same thing, they're both playing the same game. It's very well done. I really like that moment.
2: Yeah, it's a really good moment.
0: (laughs) The moment I've picked is Captain Picard's Third Way. And that's the point where they've discovered the Pegasus is within the asteroid. And they need to devise a plan to deceive the Romulans by hiding the Pegasus the warp signature <laughs> using Vertron particles. And this is Picard's idea. Can we mask that signal?
1: Vertron particles.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're coming <laughs> back again. And that inspires the use of ionizing radiation. Yeah. And then he has to power through and move the Enterprise away from the asteroid to make it look as if they haven't found anything there. And it's a tactical risk. He makes the decision very quickly, and it does look quite the power move when it proves to be a success, especially mm-hmm. to Pressman, who at the time doesn't really seem to be an impressed man. Uh, he looks very, very annoyed at the fact they have to give up when they've just discovered the where the Pegasus is, they then have to leave and move away. But it all works out. It was a really quick quick quickly thought out, confidently delivered, and effective. So that was Captain Picard's best decision uh, in that moment,
2: for sure. Yeah, that, that's a, it's a pretty clever solution to the mm. problem, too. Yeah, I, I do wonder where they got. I mean, did they do they have like an X-ray beam that <laughs> they like shoot? Like where they get this ionizing radiation?
0: Yeah, I mean, they just <laughs> they, they fired out the, the, the radiation phases. They've yeah. they definitely <laughs> got a set of those
2: on oh, the. <laughs> Well the- it's handy that would be a handy thing.
0: Yeah there's an array there's an array on the bow somewhere it's fine. Just, just firing a yeah. stuff out. There.
2: Yeah I thought that was a clever it it, it it's a really clever solution because they were they're involved in, in such a such a game with the Romulans exactly. know Exactly. Like, no doing, a, 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 a doing a,
0: and, submarine yeah. quality to this.
2: Yeah, yeah submarine is a is a really good analogy. Yeah,
0: yeah. I re- and I really thought it was it's it's not just the idea but the way that you have to then sell the idea to yeah. the enemy, yeah. you, you know, you, you're yeah. manipulating them.
2: In the next quadrant or, you know, whatever the yeah. next parcel and yeah. And move away and, you know,
0: I really, works. really like that bit. So that that's my <laughs> best captain. Decision. Yeah,
2: no, absolutely. Yeah. That was a good, that was a good decision, especially in the face of, of Pressman. Who's just like,
0: you he's know, so grumpy. I,
2: he's so, yeah, he's so grumpy. And so, well, he is, he is so grumpy and, and he's just, He's so focused on on the prize that he yeah, you know, he's willing to do anything and not think it he through. Is. Yeah,
1: day. but uh,
2: but yeah, so that's a great captain decision. That get, Picard gets my point here for sure.
0: <laughs> Picard is one. also going to get my point. I do love, I do love the Archer decision, but I don't think I think it's a decision that literally everyone would have made. I think yeah. no captain. Would have turned that decision down. So I, I think I
2: I mean, he is going against orders. I mean, his orders are to return to Earth.
0: Yeah, but I mean, no, this wasn't like an authorize. go against orders all the time. When you think of a good reason, <laughs> oh, I- to go. we couldn't do it because of a very good reason. A, a five-year-old child needed saving. No one's gonna be like, right. oh well, you shouldn't have done that, right? <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't have done that, right? Yeah. Okay, finally the Pegasus. So
2: Pegasus on the board takes off. <laughs> Two points.
0: Goodness me. <laughs> Two
2: points. Pegasus. Four points. The voyages. Yes. But um, yeah, I like I like the decision you picked for Picard. Uh, Thank like, you. Okay. Right, round four. All right, let's do it. Most disobedient.
0: <laughs> Most disobedient. I love this. I love this as a uh, as a category. Yes. Shout out to Riker, who was selected by Picard based on the fact that he disobeyed his commander when he was serving on the Hood I love by it. refusing yeah. to allow him to beam down to Altair three, proving that he was an exceptional officer with a big picture view, and then that plays out again at the end of the episode. So nice moment where Picard sings Riker's praises for being disobedient. I like that. Shout out also to Worf, who refuses to follow Pressman's orders by just folding his arms yes. and looking like Worf. But <laughs> that was good. I like that, that worked, as a moment worked. of disobedience. Yeah. <laughs>
2: For the he, most- he does have a really good disobedient like.
0: Oh yeah He, he it does it all
2: with just his eyes And, his and what
0: I liked heart. was the entire bridge yeah. Is waiting to see whether Worf <laughs> will follow <laughs> Pressman's orders Because Worf is like This is the turning point If Worf does what Pressman says This this is this episode is ending very differently right? All Worf did was fold his hands Fold his arms And he did in 30 seconds What's taken Riker <laughs> Two episodes to figure out <laughs> Which is amazing. Oh, that's a great
1: point, yes.
0: I, I really like that. He was like, I'm I'm sticking yes. with Picard in this. I don't know who you are, but I'm right. not going to arrest this, but I'm not going to escort you off the bridge on your say-so. And now, of course, there's more that's baggage for Riker. But, that's you know. interesting, yeah. Uh, anyway, my most disobedient <laughs> character who I picked was Admiral Pressman himself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Despite having the personal approval of Starfleet Chief of Security, Admiral Rayner, Preston (laughs) knows that the pursuit of cloaking technology within the Federation is illegal and it risks breaking the Treaty of Algeron made in good faith with the Romulans. Yet he cannot let it go. He's already had his hand burnt by by doing this 12 years ago. And he once again... Is trying to get his hands on technology which is illegal and which the people around him really know he shouldn't have or be be trying to manipulate. He he is disobedient not only to you know Starfleet but to the, the ideals of Starfleet and the Treaty of Algeron. We've we made these decisions. Now you have to now you have to abide by them. So Pressman, he was my most disobedient person.
2: For sure. <laughs> Um and you, yeah and and you gotta wonder too. I mean, Section Thirty One isn't a thing yet, right? When this this episode comes out,
0: no, it hasn't uh, been. Yeah, it hasn't been.
2: So yeah, so you gotta wonder. So you know, so ignore the Section Thirty One. He would obviously be a Section Thirty One officer, <laughs> you know, especially if he had like approval from a certain select number of you know yes. people back at headquarters. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean this is this seems like a really really important treaty (laughs) and 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 the arrogance that he has to think
0: that he knows better than the people who made the treaty and and the 60 years of peace or relative peace that have been the result of that treaty right it is incredible really
2: yeah and it's and it sounds like he, you know, like I said, put like put section thirty one aside because it does sound like he's acting on his own and that's what led to the mutiny too. Mm-hmm. Mostly on his own, in that, you know, we're gonna develop this device, we're gonna test it, and that's what we're doing on the captain and that you know, that which is what led to the mutiny. Um, but it's 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 very disobedient and short sighted and arrogant. And yeah, he's a he's a bad role. Yeah, roll. <laughs> it's a good pick.
0: Go on then. Who, who's the most disobedient character?
2: Okay, so price? now now I get to focus on the incident.
0: <laughs>
2: <gasps> because my my most disobedient is obviously Trip Tucker, um, and he disobeys Archer when the the bat you know the baddies come back for shran and and the daughter and
1: um mm.
2: you know and they're like you know bring us to shran and 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 they threaten to kill archer and th- and that's when trip you know takes charge of the situation because you know it's his loyalty to archer and mm-hmm. and archer tells him several times you know stop you know that's an order <laughs> and um and and he's so disobedient uh that that he tells them to uh you know knock archer out <laughs> shut him up basically
0: <laughs> i know that, that was going a step too far i was like, yeah. I was like wow he's really going for it
2: <laughs> right well because he, he knows archer you know try to try to stop mm-hmm. him and he didn't want archer to get hurt because he you know he loves him and uh, and that's why you know at the end what he says before he dies is sorry about the rifle, but <laughs> I'm,
1: not,
2: oh. I'm gonna just cry thinking about about this. But but yeah, so he disobeys Archer and and then you know blows blows them up with the you know plasma explosion and in a brave and and reckless move. I know. it was
0: pretty um, desperate and
2: horribly desperate. Yeah, and sad and you know, but he did manage to um neutralize the the bad guys. <sighs> but at what <work> cost?
0: <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. I mean it's so it's it's a weird one because you know that he's telling Arch, Yeah, we'll just I'll take you to him, I'll ta- you know, you, you yeah. stay there. And you know that he's not gonna be leading those those guys off to Shran and his daughter. Right. You know right. he's not gonna be doing that. Yeah. So you're thinking, well, what what is he going to do then? He must have a plan, you know. He must be doing something. It's just such a horrible plan.
1: Ugh. It really
2: is. It's a horrible it's just plan. Just the worst. And yeah, and I don't, well, and and the the awful thing too about the scene is, you know, Troy gives it away pretty early in the episode. Yeah. Um, that you know, trip's not going to make it to Earth, which was devastating like i remember i remember the, when this episode came out and just my heart just dropping out of my chest when, you know when she said that like oh he had no idea he wasn't gonna make it back and and your heart drops and then they do you know they do that little um that little gotcha moment oh um, uh,
0: yeah on the bridge
2: they're on no they're on rigel and he's, he's like falling off the yeah you know the scaffold or wherever they are and you think oh no is this how trip dies and and then you know you archer saves him and and then and then Trip saves Archer here and <laughs> doesn't make it and it's sad and it seems like such a such a waste, you know. Yeah. Um but
0: He never got to go to <laughs> Mobile to eat his catfish.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> mm.
2: Poor Trip. Oh man. But yeah, but 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 I think I think I think Trip disobeying Archer here. You know, it's it's kind of the in such a dramatic fashion is mm. is what Riker you know needed. Yeah, apparently
1: too.
0: And he he follows <laughs> he that up Yeah. When he disobeys Pressman, he does it in front of everyone and makes a big right. thing of it and yeah. solves the problem immediately. Right. Oh,
2: and he does. You know, he, you know, a, a great personal cost. You know, because he's mm-hmm. implicating himself when he call you know calls out Pressman and. But yeah, so, but Trip disobeyed Archer's direct order. He did. That's what
0: happened. <laughs> Whereabouts where about, where are you thinking about points for this? This, this is tough. I, I feel like Pressman is more disobedient because I feel, but I, but I, am really struggling to give him a point over over Trip.
2: Well, yeah. Okay. Well, dis- most disobedient, does that apply? Pressman's disobedient for nefarious reasons. Yeah. disobedient for noble reasons.
0: True. That is but better.
2: Which, which one? Yeah, but which one, which motivation is more disobedient? Depends on how you define the
0: category. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. We've hit a snap track dead end. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give my point to Pressman because I think disobedience yeah. is, is a negative, you know. Trip Trip was disobeying the order, but what he was really doing was was following the order. But then that's what Riker was doing. And yeah. he was disobeying the order as well. The, the, right.
2: the disobedience in These Are the Voyages was the point of the episode. Yeah. So I think I I think I can, I think I can yeah. get away with giving my darling trip <laughs> a point. For the for his death here, I'm, I'm still going to give theory.
0: my point to Pressman because I, he's I, such I a, <laughs> a goblin.
2: He is a goblin. That actor, who's the actor? He's really good.
0: He's great. He's uh he's the guy from Lost. He's the he's John oh, Locke okay. in Lost. Yeah.
2: yeah, and
0: he was great. He's I watched great. the first series of Lost, and he was amazing in it. He's mm. an
2: excellent bad role.
0: Yeah, he was very good. Yeah.
2: Terry O'Quinn.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I, yeah, Terry O'Quinn.
2: Terry O'Quinn, <laughs> an excellent bad role.
0: He was very good or very bad.
2: Yeah, he was. Really, he, he was. He was. Yeah, really good. Very bad. He, he was. You could see how he would be someone who was charismatic, and enough to not raise suspicion that he was a bad role in any way. You know. Yeah. And oh, and and the way, the way he acts when he first gets off the transporter—it's like, man, you know exactly what your presence is doing to Riker, and he still just yes. acts like,
0: you know,
2: Riker is dumbfounded. Like, it's like, hey, Riker.
0: <laughs> you look—you've know, seen a ghost. Oh yeah, I remember all those people died? Ah, uh... right, crumbs. Well, that was a horrible round. Yeah. I think the most most, most,
1: most disobedient is not a positive
0: category. We should
2: <laughs> no I mean, most worst.
0: <laughs> yeah, the most worst.
2: Oh, right. That's really funny. Okay, <laughs> well, we, we have getting... right now. Go ahead.
0: No, no, you yeah. You do the do the points. Do the points. That's what we need. We need a points tally. So,
2: okay, so right. Now right now so going to the final round we have these are the voyages with 5 and the pegasus with 3
1: so
0: okay pegasus can tie we could tie it up all right
2: uh, yeah it's not over yet
0: the final category is going to be best technology best and techn- i realized i realized now that perhaps you could use everything that i could say because <laughs> <laughs> You, you could choose the same thing that I've got.
2: Oh, that's funny. Well, the, the clo- we don't see the cloaking device.
0: We don't, but they definitely talk about it. They, they definitely talk about, about
2: it. it. They do talk about it. But they but, don't
0: talk about the best bit of it. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Uh, I, I mean, uh, yeah, we
2: It's not just a cloaking device. It's a fancy.
0: Oh, device. yeah, it's so much more. A cloaking device plus.
1: <laughs> yes, plus.
0: <laughs> Are we pretending that the Federation cloak is not the most exciting piece of technology you can think of? Yeah. Uh, if cloaking yourself can have an advantage in battle consider the ability to literally phase yourself out of sync with reality I think I absolutely love the where they use this technology in the episode at the end to free themselves of the asteroid uh, I remember as a child watching this and thinking oh my god what's it going to look like on the view screen to go through layers of solid rock and so I was not disappointed. So, I absolutely loved it. It was so strange.
2: Yeah, like, I um, love that they did that.
0: I absolutely love that they did that. I did wonder, can the, the Federation use face technology without the cloaking aspect? Would that still invalidate the Treaty of Algeron? You know, to remain visible but be out of sync. Here we are, you can't touch us. Is that Would that become more of a shield?
1: Oh, interesting. I think
0: it depends yeah. how you define, I suppose. Depends yeah. what technology's definitely been outlawed, but I absolutely love the uh, the, the phased cloak. Such a great piece of tech. I, I'm positive we should be seeing this again in the future. I yeah. cannot think. I mean, now that the now that Romulus has been destroyed, oh man, <laughs> I've got you know the Treaty of Altureon. I suppose is going to get torn up because right. are we scared of them anymore? I don't know.
2: Well, I, I they should even before Romulus got destroyed, they should have updated it. It was what they say, sixty year, yeah, 60 years.
0: Past. The new, you, but once you've got the neutral zone and you, nobody wants to cross it or do anything with it, just right. just leave it. Just don't right. don't poke the hornet's nest.
2: But you're right now. I mean, now like Romulus, Romulus is not a threat now. They, if anything, that there should be more like humanitarian efforts to help mm. them, uh, the the survivors. Yeah. Um, so I'm really interested to see what what they do with Picard with that. Uh... Are
0: you reading any of the Picard prequel comics?
2: Nope, nope, no nope, no nope. i
0: have I've read the it's a three issue series, and they've released the first two issues, and I've read them both.
2: and they're good, right? I heard that they were really good
0: the, I love the story. I love the story of what's happening. <laughs> it's so <laughs> perfect.
2: <laughs> I want no information.
0: I really don't want any of them. I won't tell you. I won't tell you. But you should read. You should read them afterwards because it's a really good story.
2: Uh, yeah, I like to. I'll do that kind of stuff after everything's over. <laughs> but yeah, I want to go in fresh to the, you know, to what's on the screen.
0: Understandable.
2: I can't wait. Yeah. So that I mean, you can't argue with that technology being no. pretty amazing. Um, so and these are the the voyages. Um, shout out to the tenebium amethyst
0: (laughs) yeah that was good
2: (laughs) which which is apparently a a good enough copy of an of an amethyst special kind of amethyst that they would need a you know the mass spectrometer to detect that it wasn't real but also somehow managed to emit this this blinding pulses of these blinding pulses of light (laughs) that, Mm -hmm. that uh are enough to knock out, you know, knock out the eyes of everyone in the room, so that they can uh, make their. I like that bit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. like, it's kind of a weird MacGuffin to have as like the thing that they captured the daughter over. Though it's like, oh, it's really they're just jewel thieves. And-
0: I did think it really sort of it cast Shran <laughs> in a very bad light because yeah. I had visions of Shran, you know, <laughs> rising up the ranks, equivalent to Archer, and they yeah. they form the Federation together. Yeah. But what really happened is Shran ends up sloping off and becoming off. some sort of quasi-criminal. Yeah. really, like, didn't like that bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, him... him Sh- that would have been really good if Sh- Shran was, like, the Andorian representative to... Yeah. Like, ...the treaty and everything. Yeah, that, I, I would prefer that. But I thought it was a cool little, you know, way to use your MacGuffin to get away. <laughs> so it was Yeah, kind of
0: fun. I, I thought it was fun. I liked it.
2: But, um... But, okay, so, but the technology and these are the voyages that is the most important. Um, mm. The one I want to highlight here is the holodeck itself. Oh, because, good. man, it's that, this shows the power of the holodeck. And, like, I I mean, you could... Um, you, you, you know you could have it in an objective mode or insert yourself into the story with you know different ca- characters interact with you in a real way um you can use it for training you know he use you can you could imagine all the different ways you could use a program like this it's obviously realistic enough yeah. <laughs> to, what is it 200 years pa- past or whatever <laughs> that is that accurate um you could use this as a video game in a video game mode <laughs> you know yeah. he's He's pretty much treats like a video game when he's 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 wearing the Mako outfit.
0: <laughs> I love it when the, the 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 uniform disappears off him. I love that bit. Yeah, yeah, like, that Zoom is cool. wearing his own uniform again. I absolutely love that bit.
2: Yeah, so the HoloDeck is I mean that's a pretty advanced neat program that he runs. There's a lot a lot of things in there. Um, you know what I mean? It's not Let's
0: just- I mean the HoloDecks are like top 3 pieces of technology you would want to
2: percent oh, 100 yeah
0: they're, they're up there aren't they you, you'd want a replicator you'd want a holodeck w- would you want a phased cloak i mean yeah you know sure sure you know the idea of a phased cloak is great a
2: An medical tricorder is probably the third
0: yeah that's probably, that's probably that's yeah. probably what you go for you'd probably get a tricorder wouldn't you <laughs> because we all know that when geordie and roe were phased out of sync they didn't oh. have a good time
2: yeah you know yeah. they
0: didn't like it and we all, they probably should have fallen through the floor. So who yeah. knows what would have happened?
2: I mean, testing these things is crazy, crazy danger. I mean, obviously what happened to the Pegasus is, this is a prime example of just, yeah. like, you know.
0: I love that that sort of macabre aspect to it as well. Yeah. That that yeah. part of the episode is really good. In fact, the Pegasus is a, hands down a brilliant episode. I loved it.
2: I liked the way it looked when it was, yes. you see it, you know, you like come across and it's like half embed it in the rock and it was really interesting.
0: Yeah. Really, really well done.
2: Yeah, really well done. Yeah. So, yeah, so I got the holodeck for mine. Because they I, I think they I think they really showed just how powerful the holodeck really is in this episode. And all And the they, they
0: spent, spent so much time on it. Yeah. There's so much time in the holodeck that, you know, it's it's a holodeck episode. I just, I've just yeah, realized that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they're all we don't actually see any of the characters. We just see their holographic representations.
1: I know. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, points. Man.
2: Okay, so I love the holodeck, of course. Yeah. Um, but as far as like best technology in an episode, that the, the Pegasus. It, it, the, I mean, these other voyages obviously focus on the focuses on the holodeck. But,
1: yeah.
2: But in the pe- in the Pegasus, this this forbidden technology that's like such a game changer and such an an interesting idea and and. I, I got to give my point to the Pegasus that. It's really cool, it's super cool. I
0: I love the technology in the Pegasus. I love the fact it's a cloak, but then it's one step beyond, and they can travel through solid matter. I think it's yes. so interesting and it's so well done. But you've really stumped me with your choice of the holodeck because I <laughs> I love the holodeck.
2: Um, oh, I do too. I do Joe. Uh, it
0: was so well used, and it was such a—you know—it's not just the—it's not just the 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 aim of the episode or the discussion point of the episode. It is the episode,
1: yeah.
0: and I really like that. I, you know, I, I think I think I'm going to pick the holodeck. I think mm. I'm picking the holodeck. I think I'm picking yeah. these are the voyages. <laughs> I think I've convinced myself. Yeah. I want a holodeck.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. I, if you're right, I wouldn't pick. A, a, you know, <laughs> that piece of technology for myself. Although, I mean, you could, if you were like a bank robber, you could just walk through the the vaults and and you know, if you I have
0: know. personal. I'm not. A, I'm not a bank robber. All I want to do is is what is what Riker does, which is watch episodes of Star Trek from the objective mode. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yes,
2: that is a hundred percent what I would do, is exactly what Riker did. And they they did a nice job with that too in this, you know, um yeah. with with Riker and Troy kind of just playing around on the on the bridge and in the captain's court uh quarter or captain's ready. Yeah,
0: they did what everyone would do. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. I loved it. So yeah, definitely. That's def. I oh if I had a holiday, I don't think I would ever leave. <laughs> Why would you? I would have Hall addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <You know, laughs> get some counseling. I think. God. But, but yeah, right. I'm going with the Pegasus just for the purposes of the ep- of how that the the technology relates to the episode.
0: Okay, that's us. We've 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 right. decided. So we figured it out.
2: Final tally is a surprise to me
0: (laughs) i am also surprised
2: (laughs) so pegasus has four and these are the voyages has six so our winner is (laughs) these are the voyages
0: that is that is strange to me i am surprised that that episode came out on top (laughs) but actually having watched them both right next to each other they seem to merge. They merge much more into one than I than I thought they would. It's so interesting to
2: see that. Yeah, for me too.
0: Uh, because I've watched them both separately several times, but I've never watched them just together. Yeah, and it works. It works like one episode.
2: Yeah, because at first it's like, oh, that's kind of a stretch to like you know, it's kind of like tangentially relate. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thematically related but, but when you watch them together it makes more sense um, yeah. yeah and i i thought the same thing it, and they really did run together like with the with we're saying with the troy, <laughs> troy yeah. i really thought i think i thought one of those scenes that they had on the enterprise d was in pegasus and not in
0: <laughs> the enterprise episode yeah but, uh you can see why because it you know it would make sense for 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 will and deanna to be having that conversation yeah. about the pegasus and about the difficulties that he's facing with pressman that 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 scene could have happened that could have happened in the pegasus right what what i think we should do is we should just call it these are the voyages of the pegasus <laughs> exactly and give them 10 points <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just well you know what it's one two-parter because it's also kind of a bummer that the the finale of the of enterprise was only one hour but i can't, yeah. I can't think of all the other finales were you know
0: they're big deals
2: feature length episodes yeah
0: i mean deep space nine was like eight episodes long
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just an injustice that this was the finale but but it was, it was, I mean, it was, it was very lovingly done, you know, um, it's, it's not that, like, it was, it was, it was a good episode.
0: It's a good episode. It, it yeah. does do a disservice to, to the minor characters. I, I am sad about that.
2: Yeah. Like, I, I mean, Hoshi and Reed and Travis,
0: literally. Honest, at this point, Travis, I mean, by the series four, Travis is barely in it. He's oh, done yeah. a, he's, he's, done, he's done a Jake Sisko. <laughs>
2: You know, he's the character they really, really underutilized, really was a waste. I mean, what a cool character, someone who was born in space and had- Somebody
0: who knows space better than them. They really missed out. Like a disaster style episode where you have to deal with the problem of being in a spaceship where things are going wrong. Right. They never never dealt with that. They never used his potential. The stuff with his family, I thought they were really awful episodes.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't care for those either. It's just so no. like it was such a
0: waste of a character. Yeah, because he was actually in the first series. He's all over the place.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I don't know how they managed to make him boring. Like he's a he was born in space. He's this kick-ass pilot. I mean, he's he's you know. Yeah. Eventually gorgeous, you know what I mean? Like there's literally no, everything going for him and somehow they managed to make that character so boring like in such a one ways.
0: I think they just never they never gave him anything to do.
2: Yeah, they didn't know what to do with him.
0: It just, wasn't it's not his fault. He no, the no, stuff the stuff where he was central. You know what the yeah, what's the episode uh, is it Dead Stop? Yeah. Where they yeah. You know, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's, he's a big definitely. part of the episode, but only because he's not there.
2: Because he's a uh, brains are being sucked out or whatever.
0: Exactly. <laughs> he never has anything really to do yeah. apart from those episodes with his family, and they are bad. I think, I'm I think the episode where he goes back home to see his family on their uh, their vessel was the last episode of Star Trek I watched before I stopped watching it
1: oh, uh, for
0: for like, a couple of years.
2: Interesting. I
0: was I was a student. I was at uni. So had loads of stuff going on, but I was watching it. I, I was watching it with a friend, and I was like, I thought like, oh, that was really bad. Yeah. And the sat the 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 theme tune still put me off anyway.
2: <laughs> oh, but it's just. It's, I mean, literally, they have a scene where Hoshi and and Reed and Travis are stuck in the balcony, you know, yeah. away from the action, and and flocks you barely see. You
0: know Flox at least has some Flox has some power moves because he gets down to them he's in the medical bay, he's treating Trip, and the look you know that Trip's not gonna survive from the look on Flox's face. Oh, uh, and then when Arch you know, flox is like, We have to get him in, you know Get him to the get him the bariatric chamber now. They like, get him in there, Archie looks at Flox, and there's no like there's no it'll be fine, I'll do my best. It's the look of Flox is just like He's gonna die. It's a horrible look.
2: And and um and and then Trip winks. He gives Archer a wink. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, he asked Ugh. He's like, he's like, he's like, are we gonna make it in time back? <laughs> and Archer's like, yes, yes, we're gonna make it. Don't worry and, you know, about trip. And then he gives his little wink. And oh my god, that man. <laughs>
1: well, all right. There you go. <laughs> okay. I
2: I thought that I wasn't like just going to talk about Tri- Trip's death.
0: <laughs> and you, you've, I don't think you have that. You've also talked about how he makes you feel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> he makes me feel things. He does. <laughs> does. No. You know, it's it's just so funny. I mean, I mean, the, he's my favorite engine chief engineer. Like the the, the gritty homegrown engineers are the one you know like i like that's why i like him i like o'brien i like i like jet reno you know what i mean like yeah. the ones that are less polished you know as opposed to like a you know like a jordy or or even like a Bolana torres you know um there's just there's just something that i re- that i really that really connects with me with that and then and, and him you know the scene where he's Still doing all of his maintenance on the Enterprise, even though they're going to be putting mothballs in, you know, two weeks. <laughs> but he's still taking care of his engine, work by his work-five engine.
0: It's cute. Um,
2: and that's uh, the line I like there, too. Is You know, and they're talking about, oh, you know, there'll probably be a new ship named Enterprise. And, and Reed says, it won't be the same. And, and Trip looks at me and goes, that's okay. You know, like it's reassuring. Yeah. You know, that's okay. It's okay. Things change. <laughs> People die. It's okay. <laughs> you
0: know? But it's not it's, okay. okay. <laughs> no, it's not okay. Because we needed at least two, three more seasons of this. Yes, of this yes. juicy It oh, took, I know. A, long, took you know, a long time they, to, for Enterprise to come into its own now, I think.
2: They, it's it's it did, but appreciate they really- it Really deserved another season. My gosh, they deserve like, one more season. I mean, even if you just watch the episode before this, which I like to pretend is the finale, you know, the ter- Terra Prime.
0: That's so There's good.
2: So much there, but it's 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 so good. It, it's such a great episode. It's all, but it's also opening the door for so much potential in a season five. It's so sad that they didn't get to to explore that stuff more. It's a bummer, but. <laughs>
0: Let's try. And, let's try to cheer it, things up.
2: And then, then at the end, well, well, it's funny because then at the end of these are the voyages they they do the um, which is nice. They do the Picard, you know, Picard says some of the, the the monologue yeah, and the okay, comes and up then, as
0: well. And
2: then Archer says his part, and he says instead of saying where no one has gone before, he, he says, says where, where no man has gone,
0: has gone before.
2: And I remember when that when this when I first saw this episode when it first came out, and I was like, wow, what a what a weird way to kick me when I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> is what I thought when I heard that. You know, like really, like why would you go back?
0: Um but I really wondered that as well because they said yeah. it. I was like, wow, they've they've left that. They've they've gone back to the classics for this, yeah. which I was surprised at. Yeah,
2: so uh, that was a little bit of a bummer, but but also the they I I watched Bro- for unrelated, I watched Broken Bow um mm. a, a little while like a couple months ago, and and the very first line of Broken Bow is is Little Archer putting his model together and he says where no man has gone before. Like he's he's doing the Zephyrin Cochrane speech and, and uh, Where No Man has gone before is the very first line. So I think they were maybe trying to go for symmetry there, but whatever.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. They should have said where no one has gone before. We we we, we fought this about. battle in nineteen eighty seven. That's
2: what I thought. That's the same thing I thought, but, but yeah. that's a little that's a bit
0: of a <laughs> neither here nor there neither here nor there
2: <laughs> oh man i
0: am i'm, I'm gonna try and uh, try and lighten the mood a little bit uh we did have <laughs> a poem some poems submitted for uh oh. this episode and i'm gonna read one of them out by uh, a friend of the show daniel peter hitch who often <laughs> submits excellent poems but he submitted one this morning and it was extremely good So I'm going to read this out. Thank you, uh, at Hitch underscore Daniel. We appreciate the stuff you send in. Yes. When you've got cloaks able to phase, you can stay in a rock for days and days. Good thing for Riker on a holodeck spree asks the past what his next step will be.
2: I really like that. I thought it was very good. I like managed to, to get both episodes involved in the in in the poem there. Yeah, <laughs> was it really was nice. uh, it was very good.
0: <laughs> okay. On that positive note, I think it's time for us to say to do our sign outs and say goodbye. Uh, if, like Daniel, you want to get in touch with us and let us know what you think about this Snaptrack, uh suggest categories or alternative answers for categories that we've discussed. And, of course, send us any Star Trek poetry you might have. We we love it. We want to add your rhymological and poetological distinctiveness to our own. So send us all these things. Uh, and we love to read them out. We love reading them. We love getting them. Definitely send them in.
2: Yes, definitely.
0: So please send any of these things to uh, at SnapTrek. Or you can contact me via Twitter at strtrk1701 jen
2: and you can reach me on twitter i'm at ed quirks
0: we love to hear from you it's a real treat to get these uh these little twitter messages and twitter poems mm-hmm. so please do send them in good now that we've finished with the old business on to the new time to hand out next month's story assignments ritterhouse we're waiting Okay, friends and neighbours, let's see what Uncle Roy has for you today. And on the next episode of Snap Trek, we will be doing Eternal Battle when we discuss original series episode Day of the Dove with Deep Space Nine episode Battle Lines. And we do have a special guest for that episode, which is very exciting, but we'll save that as a surprise for the next episode. It's
2: going to be a good one.
0: It is going to be a good one. (laughs) And if it's not good, we'll just resurrect and do it all again.
2: (laughs) It it, it will never end. Yes.
0: (laughs) It's completely without, without finish. Uh, Much like this episode of Snapdragon, which has gone on for a very long time. (laughs) Right. Jen, it's been wonderful to speak to you. you. uh, And I look forward to speaking to you next time when we chat about these episodes.
2: You too. And thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks again.
0: Uh and that's a Royal Fisbin. Can you spare one of those carrots?
1: They're not peeled yet. Ah, it's okay. You know, he'd never admit it, but this thing means a hell of a lot to him. He's real proud to be one of the people signing this charter.
0: And he ought to be. sound like a lifetime member of the Jonathan Archer fan club.
1: <laughs> I can count on one hand the number of people I trust. And I don't mean trust like, I trust you aren't lying to me or I trust you won't steal my money. I'm talking about the kind of trust where you know someone's not gonna hurt you, no matter what. Where you know they'll always be there for you, no matter how bad things get. You ever know anybody like that?
0: Yeah.
1: One or two. Well, I got some packing to do before I go back on duty. duty. You figured out what you're gonna do? Do? You're gonna sign on to another ship and you're gonna open up that little restaurant in the Berkshires you told me about. You know I haven't decided yet. You got any advice? (laughs) No. But I'm sure you'll make the right choice.